Hi, this is Ryan. Welcome back to Fourth and Inches. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to be doing a quick recap of last week, how our picks did, and then last night's Thursday night football game, as well as our analysis and picks for this weekend. As of last week, I went 10 and 5 on money lines and 7 and 8 against the spread. How'd you do, Matt? I actually did okay, thankfully. Uh, all my research paid off. I went 11 and four with the money line and eight, six and one against the spread. So above 500 on both. Picks actually did pretty well last week. And you, um, you won the bet of the week too. I did. I want, I'm excited for my beer coming up. Where are you taking yep. me? Hey, wherever you want. My but, man, I like that. All right. And now we'll talk about last night's game. Um, wow, that's uh, first of all, something I gotta say, I mean, the Bears showed up. Who would have known? The Bears, after blowing a massive lead the week before, come in and, I mean, they just dominated the Commanders from basically the start of the game. Uh, Commanders got it within 10 in the fourth quarter, but yeah. Justin Fields came to play. DJ, so DJ Moore. Moore. He oh, showed, yeah. He showed up. I, I think the Bears were playing with a heavy heart. Um, if you guys are watching the, the Espen yesterday, uh, I guess Dick Buck has passed at 80 years old. God bless his heart. Uh, so I think the Bears were playing for the Bears yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it showed. You know, Moore played crazy. Fields went crazy. Um, Eberflus, um, the coach. Their defense played well. They had more sacks than they've had in any game all season. Combined, yeah, no, they stuck to the game plan. They thrashed uh, the Commanders. Um, even Matthew Johnson went off and said that they didn't play with any heart last night themselves. Yep, they had no energy. Uh, the Bears just took it to them, and that was their first win since before last Halloween. Yep, if you can believe that. I'm not going to get the numbers about 14 or 15 straight losses, but crazy. They couldn't win a game to save their lives last night. They figured it out. Uh, Kudos to the Bears. They ran all over Washington and threw all over them for that matter, too. And um, they came ready to play. And uh, one other tidbit I'll add to that is, I don't know if you saw, but uh, following the game, the Bears traded Chase Claypool to the Dolphins. That's true. I did catch that. Good for him. Uh, he got out of that hellhole in Chicago, unfortunately. Um, and now he's went from one of the worst teams in the NFL to one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good change of scenery for him. Um, I think He's been a healthy scratch the last two weeks, I believe. Yeah, he's ready to play. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, with Tua, Tua has been throwing the ball great to Hill and Waddle. You know, when one of them goes down with either domestic violence or uh, <laughs> you know a concussion issue kind of thing, you know yep. he'll be ready to Claypool will be ready to step up and you know uh, contribute. Um, so I think that's a great signing by the Dolphins. Kudos to them, and hopefully uh, they can step up and play the Bills a little bit better next time uh, yep. instead of getting blown out by about thirty points. So that'll that'll be that's a that's a good addition for them. Yeah, and uh, now let's get into picks for this week. First That's game, we've got uh, Jacksonville at Buffalo, which is really in London. Jacksonville's staying after last week, also playing in London. Yep. They're back, and they're five-and-a-half-point dogs to the Buffalo Bills, who just uh, dominated the Dolphins. The Dolphins last week, yeah, my game of the week. Thank you for the beer, uh, yep. the Bills. Yep. Thank you, Josh Allen. Um for this week, I'm going to go against the Bills, and I think with uh, the Jags being in London for the last two weeks, um, they're going to take advantage of that. They're going to take advantage of not traveling. Yep. Um, I got the Bills at a five-and-a-half-point spread right now. I'm taking the Jags, and I'm also taking the points, obviously. Uh, I think the Jags are going to show up. I think Buffalo's going to get tired from the travel. I think they have an easy schedule upcoming, and I think the Jags are going to catch them off guard. I think Buffalo's still the better team, but 
I think playing in the Wembley Stadium in London, I think the Jags pull off the upset. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, a couple quick statistics for you. The Ooh. Jaguars are 5-5 five and five in London, and the Bills have covered the last three straight games against the Jaguars. And after watching the Bills dominate the Dolphins last week, I'm taking the Bills minus 5.5, and I'm taking the Bills' money line, and I just don't see any way they lose that game if Josh Allen plays how he did last week. I mean, that was his best game of the season by far. And it was. Uh, and against some good competition. So if they can bring that again, I think that's a easy, easy win for the Bills. Although the Jaguars do have that advantage of not having to travel to London. I do think there's something to be said for that. But uh, five and a half, give me the Bills. Um, and you're, you're giving up the points? Oh, yeah. Definitely taking the points. I think they win by a touchdown. Good luck, good luck. All right. What's the uh, second game look like, Matt? Second game we have the... Houston Texans uh, at the Atlanta Falcons. Um, CJ Stroud's been playing great lately. He's been throwing the ball like crazy. Houston's defense has been stepping up for the most part. Um, Damian Pierce had a great game last week as well. Uh, Atlanta, the numbers are kind of split. They play a lot better at home. Um, and they are at home this week. They are at home, yeah. I, I, the the Ritter quarterback kid, he, he does a lot better at home. The Falcons have a good let's say mediocre defense and uh i think the running game is what's going to be the the deciding factor in this one i think they're going to run all over houston as well as strauss and play i don't think houston's that great of a team i'm taking atlanta and giving up the point and a half and uh crossing my fingers the whole time all right <laughs> i'm uh going against you once again um the texans are four and one against the spread in the last five road games and the falcons are zero and three against the spread in their past three games so give me the Texans plus one and a half. Give me the Texans money line. CJ Stroud's been balling. I see him continuing it this week against some of the weaker competition he's played this season. I think fourth time's a charm. Maybe I so. Think, uh, <laughs> Maybe I think so. the Falcons are ready to, to fly. I think they're ready to roll. All right. Uh, and our, uh, we might even have a Kyle Pitts signing. Oh, I, I, I'd love to see that. I mean, he's yeah, been just, silent all season. Just right? don't hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> I picked up the backup in fantasy because backup's been uh, the number one tight end so far this season, statistically. Figure it out, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. All right, uh, third game of the week, we've got Carolina at Detroit, and the Lions are favored by 10. What do you think on this one, Matt? Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Bryce Young has a supporting cast just yet. I, I don't think he's there. I think, again, after hard knocks last year, Detroit's primed and ready to – to actually play some football this year. Um, I don't like that 10 point spread. I think that's too big of a number to give up uh, for Detroit. I think they get kind of lackadaisical even with the lead and they're, they can give that up quite easily. So I do like Detroit to win at home. Good for them to go to four and one if that's the case. And uh, But I'm taking Carolina with the 10 points. I think it'll be a little closer game than that. Um, what are your thoughts? That's completely fair. Um, I think Detroit's been playing some really good football this year. Yep. They're at home. I'm going to take Detroit to win the game. Right. Ten points. I don't love it. I don't love the spread at all. Um, but Detroit is 14-5 and five at home against the spread in their last uh, 19 games. And on the opposite side, Frank Reich from uh, Carolina is 5-2-1 and two and one against the spread in his career, well, plus six. I'm very tempted to take the plus ten. After last week, I took a bunch of games um, with the underdogs on the spreads, and 
Almost none of them covered. That'll work out for you. Almost none of them covered. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm going to say Detroit. They got Jameson Williams coming back this week. Give me Detroit minus 10. I, it's a touchdown and a field goal. It's a lot of points, but um, Carolina's just been sorry this year. And uh, I think they come out, and I think they have a great game, and I think Detroit wins, and I think they cover they very well could. I'd like to see him kind of just dismantle them at this point. I'm not. I don't really care for Carolina. They have nothing going for them. You know, maybe in a couple of years, but it's not their time. Yep. Not yet. Let's see. Next game we have. Oh man, my Colts. We got the uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, two and a half point favorites at the Colts. Um, going Titans. Colts just can't seem to figure it out. They were close last week, but the Rams. Uh, beat him in overtime with a touchdown uh, with Mr. Stafford. Um, Tennessee's won six of the last seven against the Colts. I see that trend continuing. I, I don't think that they're going to figure it out. I think Richardson will keep the game close. I know they got Taylor allegedly coming back this week, which is you know good for them. But the, uh, that O-line's been pretty banged up. Although the defense has been playing stellar statistically, they've been playing great. I just think Tennessee and Brave, Mike Brave will find a way to win. Um, I beat them by a last-minute field goal. That's just kind of how it seems to be in that series. I hope they don't blow them out. But I'm, I'm taking Tennessee, giving up the two and a half. What, what about yourself? Well, I uh, think the uh, Colts lost a heartbreaker last week, and Matthew Stafford absolutely showed up and played well. And I also think that um, the Tennessee Titans are a worse team than the Rams right now. And I'm going to take the Colts plus two and a half. Interestingly enough, the uh, lines opened up at Colts minus one, and it's now shifted three and a half points to Colts plus two and a half. And um, I would say usually when all the money is on one team, Vegas calls the NFL and uh, they make sure that the other team wins. So I'm taking the Colts plus two and a half, and I'm taking the Colts to win the game. Colts are... 6-14 and 14 against the spread in division games since 2020, and that was back when Rivers was still the quarterback, old man Rivers. Yep. You know, they, they're still the – Colts aren't going to win this game, I'm sorry to say. Unless Mr. Manning is coming back, I don't see I don't see them. Back when Philip Rivers was in his uh, Jordan on the Wizards era. Yeah. Yeah, we, not, we ain't got time for that. Um, but, yeah, Tennessee's going to win this game, so. All right. Come on, Colts, figure it out. Now, he's a Colts fan, and I'm rooting for his team, so. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's trying to jinx it on purpose. But, yeah, uh, hopefully it works. Next game, we got the New York Giants, who were abysmal on Monday night against the Danny Seattle Dimes. Seahawks. You don't like Danny Dimes? Maybe he's Danny Nickel. Yeah, he's more like Danny Penny. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, not, not your lucky penny. The Giants are plus 12 at Miami. Um, what do you think on this one, Matt? Give me Miami. You can have the points. All right, I also agree. Miami's coming off that loss to the Bills, and minus 12 sounds like a lot, but not when you're playing the New York Giants. And um, I know they scored 70 on the Denver Broncos two weeks ago, but uh, they might put up 90 on the Giants, and I really would not be surprised if they break the record for uh, all-time scoring in one game. I think this is going to be a track meet on Sunday. And I think Miami for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins. Just I mean, to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. Uh, you might even see Berrios with three touchdowns on Sunday. That would be something. Yeah, I don't think um, I, there's the just Giants stand a chance. No, they, they have absolutely no chance. And the Dolphins, I think, will absolutely kill them. 
Um, if I had my lock of the week, it would be Miami minus 12. I genuinely believe in the Dolphins, and I genuinely believe that, uh, especially after that embarrassing loss, that they're going to come from blood. So give me the Dolphins, give me the points all day long. I agree. All right. I'm on the same page. Uh, what are your thoughts on you got New Orleans at New England? New England's allegedly a one point favorite at home. What are your thoughts on that one? I mean, this is a tough, this is a tough game. But um, after last week, as I predicted, uh, New Orleans lost to Tampa Bay and by a lot. Um, yeah, it was kind of surprising. Yeah, they got embarrassed. New England. That was at home too. Yep. And New England has also not been looking great. They are in Foxborough, which historically they're pretty good in. Uh, Mac Jones is actually 12 and seven and one against the spread as a favorite. And- uh, That's not too bad. It's not too bad at all, but- um, It's not Tom Brady numbers, but- No, not at all. But I've got the New Orleans Saints. Um, I believe that they will show up in New England uh, New England's offense has not given me much to believe in. The Saints' offensive line is still terrible, but I think they'll have just enough to win a close one. And give me New Orleans plus one. Give me New Orleans money line. What do you got, Matt? I don't know how well they're going to play in the cold. Uh, I'm going with New England, um, giving up the points. I think Belichick will find a way to win this game. Um, not sure how or why, but I will go with New England. All right, sounds good. Next up, we've got the uh, Baltimore Ravens, minus four and a half in a divisional game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Matt? Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah, it's a division game, um, but I haven't seen anything from uh, Pittsburgh all year. Kenny Pickett's hurt. Allegedly, he's going to play on Sunday. Najee Harris. Sorry last week. They, yeah, no, they. Uh, who, I think that was Texas that that, took, yeah, that they, knocked them off. Yeah, yeah, Houston knocked them off. Um, I, I I haven't seen anything from the Steelers offense all year long. The defense has been good, you know, surrounded by T.J. Watt, but um, I haven't seen I I've seen nothing from the Pittsburgh offense in any way, shape, or form. Um, I just don't know how they're going to score. And the Ravens have a pretty good defense, from what I remember. Yeah, even with half the team hurt, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a division game; they're going to be up for it. Uh, Lamar Jackson's twenty-nine and two against the spread in his career on the road. They're playing at Pittsburgh, four-point favorite. I like Baltimore to cover, or four and a half point. Um, I like Baltimore to cover. Um, I, I think they'll win by at least a touchdown or so. They're just going to steamroll Pittsburgh. They're going to run the ball right down their throat, and I think Baltimore is going to win that game. And Mike Tomlin is going to be trying to figure his offense out. Well, to play a devil's advocate with you, Matt, uh, oh. the Steelers have covered four straight after losses, and um, it's not going to be five. So I am going with Baltimore as well. Yeah, I believe they're a significantly better football team. They have not even had one good game yet this whole season. I think this is the week they break out and Baltimore. Yep, absolutely. They haven't played well all year. Yeah, they, they have. They have had they, one they, good game. They've been hurt, and uh, they still. I and they've still managed. One. Yep, they've still been managing. They still throwing one. They lost to my lowly Colts. Um, yep, that was it, and that they shouldn't even lost that game. So no. they're still hanging in there as bad as they have been playing. And they got OBJ back this week as well. Not that it matters Ooh, that much, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter. hey, but I, I think an I, extra I, an extra option. Maybe it'll be some locker room presence. Maybe I'll wear a nice chain or two for him. And, uh, Maybe a little leadership. Luck. We'll see. 
maybe, maybe that's some wishful thinking. It's not Chris Yeah. But, uh, we'll see. What do we got on deck? We got Philadelphia, the Eagles flying high at the Rams. Eagles are four and a half point favorites. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, the Rams have been a surprising dark horse this season. Um, they've been in pretty much every football game they've played this year, and they obviously got that nice win against the Colts last week. And the Eagles, on the other hand, kind of struggled with the Commanders last week. And they did end up winning that football game, but I believe it went to overtime. I could be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they went to overtime. That was overtime, and I believe they won by a field goal. Yeah, they won yeah. by a 54-yard field goal by Jake Elliott. So. Yeah, so I'm expecting the Eagles to bounce back this week. I don't love the four and a half. It is yeah, not my favorite that's a choice. Steep, steep uh, on the road. Yeah, and um, but they're also in L.A., so who knows how many fans will actually show up there. But um, I'm taking the Eagles to win. I'm taking the Eagles minus four and a half. What do you think about it? I agree. I think the Eagles, um, the Eagles have just been playing well. Uh, they, a couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl last year, they still have a very similar team intact. If anything, they might have got a little stronger, had a little more depth, especially on the defense and the running game. Especially that defensive line. They're they're very stout. Um, I, you know, Cooper Cup might come back for the Rams. You know, McVay might be able to keep it close, but I just think the way Philly's been rolling. Give me the Eagles. I'll give up the four and a half, and I think the Rams are just scratching to hang in there. I, I like the Eagles, and I'll, I'll give up the four and a half. I'm and, on the same page. And next up, we've got uh, two very surprising teams so far this season. Yeah. We've got the uh, Bengals, who are minus three, against the Arizona Cardinals, who are plus three, and have just found ways to scratch by and win football games this year. And at the very least, make them close. And uh, with that high-powered offense in Cincinnati, they've just found ways to lose football games this year, which I don't think anyone's expected to lose as much as they have so far, even though we have seen injuries to the team. Uh, yeah, who do you I mean, like in that one? Mainly, I think it's been Burrow. Um, Burrow's a catalyst to get that team going. They had a slow start last year as well, and then they rattled off about seven or eight games mid-year and I think they were the number three seed they finished off. So I think they're just having a slow start. Um, I, I don't know how you can physically pick Arizona in this one with Josh Dobbs. So you, you have to take the Bengals. Um, I'll give up the three points, and they, you know maybe they'll win by three if that's the case. I mean, they shouldn't blow Arizona out, but they've not been playing well at all because of Burrow. Yeah. Uh, I will take Burrow. I'll give up the three um, with the Bengals. I just... I don't see how you can take Arizona in any particular game this year. On well, with the Bengals, uh, they are fourteen seven and one against the spread after a loss with Joe Burrow at quarterback. However, Joe Burrow is also zero three and one this year against the spread. I also concur that I believe the Bengals win this game. I believe they win by three at least, but it could be exactly three. This might be a push game, which is scary because Arizona has nothing. They have nothing, but. They might be able to run all over Cincinnati, though, because they do have a pretty weak defense, or a pretty weak uh, run defense, to be specific. But they have some fight in them, and uh, Josh Dobbs hasn't been turning the ball over, and he's been playing pretty well for a fill-in, I must say. So, there's... No, he has. You have to give him all the credit. I just I don't know how he's doing it with the team that they have put together. I know Murray should be back soon. Not that he'll be a difference maker, but um, 
Yeah, I'm going Bengals, and hopefully they can get back on track this week and, and prepare for another uh, big playoff run. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see who shows up. But, yeah, Bengals minus three. Let's, let's go. What do we have next, Matt? Next. Oh, this ought to be fun. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets returning to Denver. Denver is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Hackett and the Jets are trying to rally the troops to um, – Wait, Nathaniel Hackett, wasn't that the coach – for the Broncos last season? Correct. So that was the one that Sean Payne was saying that there were 20 dirty hands, you know, with Russell yeah. Wilson as to why his quarterback play was so poor. I blame Russell Wilson specifically for being just a bad football player. You can only make so many excuses. Um, with that said, I, I don't see the Jets playing that well with with, with Wilson. I don't know if the defense will, will show up enough. Um, this is one of my reluctant picks of the week, but I will take Denver. I'll give up those two and a half points. I think Payne will have these guys ready. They'll probably win by three just to cover, but I, I'm going to go Denver. Um, I don't have much to back that. I'm just I'm just taking the home team. All right. So, well, I completely disagree with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, as we mentioned, is very familiar with that Denver Broncos team. He was the head coach last year, and he knows exactly what they have, and he knows exactly what Russell Wilson struggles with, and I'm sure that that's going to Robert Sala and the uh, defensive coordinator there. And I also think he probably knows what kind of plays he should be calling against that Denver defense. And uh, the Jets looked very good against Kansas City on Sunday night. Very good. They might have lost the game by three, but uh, they were right in it against one of the better teams in the NFL. And that, once again, goes back to the Jets' defense, who's been pretty terrific for most of the year. They had a game or two where they didn't look great. But for the most part, the Jets' defense has been there, showing up every week, even when they've had zero offense and keeping them in the game. Zach Wilson looks not that bad against Kansas City, whose defense is also not that bad. It's not great by any means, but uh, I plus two and a half at Denver. We're talking about the Broncos. The Broncos barely beat the Bears last week. A win is a win, my friend. A win is a win. <laughs> but uh, give me the Jets plus two and a half. Give me the Jets money line. And honestly, give me the Jets by a touchdown. If I could bet that, I would. I would. I the like Broncos, the Jets. The Broncos have covered 12 of the last 17 games against the Jets. Last I checked, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming back anytime soon. Um, give me give me the Broncos. I don't know if Russell Wilson will do anything, but maybe maybe they'll get a pick six. I'll say the, this is the uh, rare scenario where the past history doesn't really matter because it's the Jets, and they've sucked for years. And they should be sucking this year as well, except their defense is damn good. And I believe their defense is going to show up, give Russell Wilson all kinds of problems, and they're going to win this game. Uh, next up, we got Kansas City and Minnesota. Kansas City is three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yep. Matt, who do you like in this one? The Chiefs are obviously the better team. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm going to say the Vikings. I'm going to say Cousins is going to continue his streak of multiple touchdown passes this year um, for five games in a row. Uh, I don't have a lot to back this other than Minnesota's been close in all their games, and they haven't been able to pull it out until last week, finally, against Carolina. Uh, the Chiefs are great. They're the team to beat. Um, but I'm going to go with Minnesota. I think Cousins is going to pull off another Minneapolis miracle. Um, I think they went by about a field goal. So I'm going to go Minnesota, give me the three and a half. 
And uh, I think the Chiefs are going to find a way to blow this one. I don't know why or how, but they'll find a way. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know if you saw that game last week for the Minnesota Vikings, but uh, I, saw, Cousins, I saw some of it. Kirk Cousins was not looking very great, and he was being Kirk Cousins and turning the football over. Kansas City, on the other hand, also did not look great last week. The Jets kept Against it the Jets, right? way closer than anyone expected. The one major defense is the major difference is the Minnesota defense is not good, and the Jets defense is good, and the Chiefs defense is okay, maybe slightly good. And um, even though this is a home game for Minnesota, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs to win the game. Now, when it comes to the spread, three and a half points. I'm very tempted to go against the Chiefs after Patrick Mahomes slid at the one-yard line last week. But I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. have to think that the Minnesota defense is not going to show up like the Jets defense did. I'm taking Kansas City with the points, and I'm taking Kansas City straight up. That's my pick. Minnesota upset pick of the week. Well, you heard it first. That's it. Now, uh, next up, we've got the Dallas Cowboys, who are in playing the Sunday night football game against the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys are four-point underdogs in San Francisco. Yep. Uh, what do you think about that one, Matt? Well, the way they play, Dallas really needs to win this game, but until they actually can beat the Niners, I, I can't physically pick them. Brock Purdy is 9-0 outright and 7-1-1 against the spread in his career as a starter. This kid just doesn't lose. The Niners are playing great. we got Jerry Rice here with us today. You know, I got my little Niners helmet. I think I think the Niners are going to run away with it. They've won about 14 or 15 straight regular season football games. This team is just loaded up and down the roster. Um, the Cowboys are a good team. They have a good defense, but I just think – San Francisco has too much firepower. It's their game to lose, and unless they have too many costly mistakes, which they haven't had many turnovers so far this year, I think they're just going to keep trolling or keep trucking, and uh, I think they'll take it to the Cowboys. What, what are you thinking on this one? Interestingly, the Cowboys have won or covered in the last three matchups against the Niners. I do not think that they will on Sunday night. I'm completely with you on this one. Yeah. San Francisco is playing some great football. Anybody saw Christian McCaffrey last week? I don't know how you could bet against the Niners. What did he have? Four touchdowns? Four touchdowns, I believe. I mean, the guy was unbelievable. Most people don't get that in a year, and he got that in one game. Yeah, and Ayuk had a pretty damn good week himself. And yeah, the, the Niners have been rolling. They've got a great defense. As you mentioned, Purdy, 9-0. and I mean, I don't know how you could possibly bet on the Cowgirls this week. I've got the Niners, and... I, I don't see it going any other way. Dak is going to be Dak, and I just don't I don't know if he's the guy anymore. The Cowboys need to find their real quarterback. I don't think this is the guy. He's not going to take over the promised land, even as good as that defense can be with Micah Parsons. I just I don't think they have enough to do it. I personally go as far to say that Dak Prescott will never lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. And yeah, no matter that. how good of a team they have, he's going to be the guy holding them back. So I do not believe in Dak Prescott. And I don't think the Cowboys are going to have what it takes to beat the Niners this week. I agree. Yeah, uh, Prescott's not the guy. Um, let him go, Jerry. Let him go. Yep. 
Last guy. Uh, that was Sunday Night Football. Um, last game we got Monday night. We got Green Bay plus one at the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, minus one favorites. Uh, let's see. I mean, I just think it's hard to bet on the Raiders at this point. I haven't. I don't. Uh, Jimmy G might be playing. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, the Raiders are zero three against the spread in their last three games. Okay. The Packers have covered their last five against the Raiders. However, the Raiders are also four and zero against the spread after extra rest under McDaniel. It doesn't matter. I don't it think doesn't. I, I don't. I don't think it does. It does not matter. Uh, Green Bay plus one. No question. Green Bay is winning this game. Give me the plus one. That's free. Yeah. Um, Pick them. I yeah. I I see Green Bay absolutely blowing out the Raiders. Maybe not blowing out, but they could easily win this game by fourteen points. Who's your pick, Matt? Uh, I agree. Uh, Green Bay plus one. Give me. Take the points. Don't care. I'll, I'll I'll try Jordan Love. He's had a pretty good start to his NFL career this year. Um, I just I haven't seen anything very positive other than their first week. I believe Vegas beat the Broncos. Yeah. Outside of that, they have not shown. Which much is not of, saying much. No, it's not. I they barely beat them. So yeah, Green Bay plus one. Let's go with the Packers. Even on the road, I I think they have enough to pull this one off. Defense is mediocre enough. You know, Jones will be there. Watson's playing. Um, I just like what Love's done so far, and, and I just I don't think Vegas is very good. So, um, yeah, Green Bay plus one. And, uh, Matt, what do you got for your lock of the week? Lock of the week, yeah. I was kind of taking a look at everything. Um, to, I'm going to go the Titans. Titans are going to beat my Colts uh, six out of seven. It's going to make it seven out of eight. I think that's pretty a pretty damn near lock. Uh, right. What about yourself? You said, I believe. You I said uh, Detroit over Carolina. Or actually, no, I didn't. I think you said Miami. I said Miami, yep. Detroit over Carolina is probably close second, but I would say my best game of the week is Miami over the Giants. I think that they should absolutely blow them out of the water, and I just do not see them hanging around in that football game. And uh, since you bet me on the Bills game last week, Yeah. I think that should be our bet again this week, except I'm going to be on the right side of history this time, hopefully. But uh, I got... Wait, 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 what's your game? Wait, which game did you want to bet? The Bills game. Oh, you want... Over the, the Jaguars. Oh, you want you the took Bills. the Jaguars. I want the Bills. You, you want my, my, my Bills. Double, okay, so double or nothing? Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty. I like my Jags. ETN's going to have a big game. And, I hope so. Uh, I think uh, Lawrence will do enough with his long curly hair to... Uh, <laughs> Not curly, but he'll do enough with his long hair to figure it out. Yeah, I like the Jags. Cool. We'll go double or nothing. And, cool. uh, man, just I can't wait for some hazies. All righty. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for watching episode two of Fourth and Inches. I'm Ryan. This is Matt. And we'll see you next week. Mahalo.